everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, the name is RZ Two Cents. This is Robert here, and then sitting across from me. This That's is our first attempt at podcasting. Hopefully, yep. it goes well. Yeah. And the reason for our name is uh, uh, since both our initials are RZ, and uh, we just want to give people what we think, and then uh, select from different kind of topics and talk about every week, and uh, just kind of give our two cents. That's where the, the name comes from. And I'll start with a little bit of introduction of myself. Then Roy can go start with his. And then later in the episodes, we'll, uh, me and Roy will be the hosts, and there will be uh, guests that we invite. Yeah, ho- ho- hopefully, hopefully there will be great guests. Exactly. <laughs> hopefully, people won't want to sit with us and yeah. chop it up for half an hour or so. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to start an introduction about myself. Uh, my name is Robert Zhang. Uh, I grew up in Shenzhen, China, and then uh, went to Shanghai with my parents, spent a little bit of time there as well. Then uh, moved to uh, Connecticut for high school. Um, I, lo- I enjoyed the New England area um, very much and uh, made a lot of friends there as well. Then um, after graduating from high school, moved to California for college. I studied finance in college as my major. Uh, it's something I always wanted to do. And uh, my father's in the financial industry as well. And then after I graduated, I started my own hedge fund. Uh, that was about uh, two years and a half ago. Actually, I started while I was still in school. And uh, so that's some entrepreneurial experience I share uh, with Roy as well as, hey, Roy, go ahead. So I'm Roy. RZ as well, grew up in, I, I was born in Taiyuan, Shanxi, China, and then I went to Shanghai Elementary School, to Canada, now in LA. Still completing my last year of undergrad education and uh, trying to enjoy life and work hard at the same time. I'm currently running a marketing agency to help brands export to foreign markets, Western markets. So we really have two perspectives here. Yeah, yeah, great. And, and Roy's company's name is called High Two Media. High Two Media. Yes, and my hedge fund is called Pure Value Capital. And then you guys can look it up for your for your yeah. liking. Yeah. So our first topic today mm-hmm. is uh, called delaying gratification. Yeah, delayed delay, gratification. delayed gratification. Yeah. You want to define it first for us? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so the reason I ch- I choose the topic for as a, our you know topic for the first episode, uh, I think it's uh, extremely important because uh, for this generation, um, I think. The, the opposite of delayed gratification is obviously you guys know uh, is instant instant gratification, and uh, for us where um, we see that on a daily basis, right? Let me just give a few examples. Um, the desire to pursue uh, financial freedom, wealth, and people want it right away, right? <clears throat> Everyone wants, let's say, a super high paid job, hundred eighty thousand or above, or something like that, right out of college. Um, instant gratification comes in other form, not only just financial freedom, thing, you know, things even like sex, right? So the app like Tender and the Bumble grew rapidly because people want things here and now, right? Instead of going through the old school dating game, things like that, right? And then uh, let's say you don't want to order food, then you want it right there, right now. You uh, you don't want to. Most people don't want to go through the process of cooking and things like that. So uh, where I think instant gratification does uh, uh, have a lot of benefits uh, for you know uh, our generation, and it certainly makes our generation different. Uh, but I do think uh, there is a tremendous value in delayed gratification as we're going to continue to talk about. Mm. I think technology plays a big role mm. on the shift from uh, slower, because in the past I feel like people just didn't have as much choice in getting that instant gratification, mm. and now people have the freedom, mm. but now people are in, the, we are in diff- interesting timing that we are now, people are slowly starting to realize mm. the impact of instant and delayed gratification and what that means mm. in the long run for society. Mm. Right? Mm. In the past, we didn't have to face the dilemma because didn't really, most people didn't have the choice to get a lot of instant gratification. Mm. 
And it's, it's funny because our life expenses are actually increasing. You would expect people to devote more time, invest more for the long run, for the long term. Mm-hmm. But in fact, we're seeing more and more people uh, devoting, for, being driven for the short, short-term gratification. Right? Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, here's where we go. Oh, by the way, our podcast, uh, I forgot the introduction. Mm-hmm. We're going to go bilingual. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there will be, because uh, both me and Roy are fluent in Chinese and, and English, Mandarin Chinese. So certain parts when we need to bring up Mandarin cases, we'll use Mandarin. And then uh, for those of you uh, who are bilingual, that's great. And those of you who are not, we'll try to be, uh, we'll, we'll try to come back and explain what you're still with. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is a part, a little bit part of touching Mandarin, right? So yeah, um, like, uh,尤其是中国的年轻人,我感觉这一代人,很多东西其实跟上一代人不同的地方在于,我们, uh, we want everything right there. Say,比如说,其实, uh, uh, owning a property, owning a house, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a big financial investment, right? You're not supposed to be able to, I'm talking about, in especially mainland China, mm-hmm. when housing price expensive, right? You're not supposed to be able to afford it, I won't write off college, right? 但是大家complain, uh, you can't afford it, try工资太低,或者反应太高,或者什么之类的, but it's not something you're supposed to have right away. It's something you need to work for, right? Then renting isn't so bad, right? Even by the time you get married, say a guy and a girl gets married, they want to Most guys get yeah. married pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, life, say, right? let's say when they get married at 28, they don't have a house. They don't They don't own the property they're living. They have a decent place to live, but they don't own it. That's okay, right? And most people aren't. Yeah, okay. you're living in a built apartment, you don't own it. But let's say if you get married here with no kids yet, mm-hmm. with a two-bedroom apartment, would you be okay in that room? You'll be okay there, right? yeah. with two people living. Oh, it depends on the quality of the apartment. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're okay renting, right? But, but now most people expect to have a house, just miraculously yeah. have a house when they get married. It's sort yeah. of like no, it doesn't expected. Mean, exactly. Right? It's just like how people, people you know, in China and in the West as well, mm-hmm. just, um, they expect college should be able to provide you with a job right after college and a good one. Yeah. And you should be able to pay your rent, live a good life on this first job. Yeah. You would just expect it. Yeah. And I see people that just get student loan, mm-hmm. study humanities, yeah. in a non-top 50 school in the States, yeah. and they expect to make a great living yeah. out of that and pay all your debt. Yeah. Just assumptions. So many assumptions. Yeah. And the parents, I think, are at fault. So this not educating the kids, not setting the right expectation, the mindsets. Yeah. And and I, I, and the, the value of saving and the uh, I'm kind of talking about my own books here, where uh, investing is that uh, money. The, the power of investing starts with compounding, and compounding means you have to compound first, then mm-hmm. we'll show, right? So uh, uh, I will. Let, let Roy go on for a second. I'm gonna pull up a compound calculator and I'll show you guys about the numbers. Let's say if you save $10,000 every year, just save 10. Let's see, mm-hmm. you could be making 130K working at Amazon, you could be making 60K working in a logistic company, whatever other things you do. Uh, at the beginning, if you uh, spend wisely, you should be able to save about 10,000 US dollars a year. Then I'll tell you uh, in a reasonable market environment with 6% increase every year, in 10 years, how much that money is. That number should be a surprise to you. Uh, but my whole point is you have to be able to save at early age and then invest and then money, let the money work for you and later on you can get the things you want. But if you right off college, you want the, the, the fashionable clothes, you want the best uh, apartment, you want to uh, drive the, uh, the best car, you want to yeah. uh, be able to go to uh, different experiences, travel all the time, things like that, it might not work out for you in the longer term. So mm-hmm. that's where um, the delayed gratification thing might work out for you if you want more financial freedom later on in life. With what we've seen, we definitely <coughs> have seen people <coughs> where they could get that instant gratification. Like you said, right after college, they mm-hmm. want to live the fancy, the high life. Mm-hmm. But it comes at a 
great cost, mm-hmm. and uh, oftentimes they give up a lot for mm-hmm. that. Ah, sometimes it's some sacrifices, or some dignity, some sacrifices. Yes, to to get the life instantly, right? Yes. yes. And Iron Gunsh, going back to Gunsh, brought me back. I believe it's Einstein who said this.、Mm-hmm. Compounding interest is the most powerful force. Yeah, in the universe. Yeah, yeah. 是他说的。呃，查理芒格 and Albert Einstein actually. 都说的。Yeah, Charlie Munger is the best. Most of them are not for one buffet. Yeah. Einstein can do that address to finance,、yeah. but you、yeah. know, applies to most things. Yeah. In this universe. Yeah. And by the way, there's a website called、uh, you guys can check it out. I'm showing Roy right here. Uh, it's called moneychip.com, and then you can literally input, let's say, your current capital, your graduate college. Let's say you have ten thousand dollars, right? Uh, let's say your grandpa, your parents gave it to you, ten thousand,、mm-hmm. right?、Um, then annual addition, like I said, you should if you make sixty, seventy k out of college, you become a job. And uh, uh, granted, let's say you're not an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, you might not be making anything. You might have to put all you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a much well, tougher route. Talk about most people here. Exactly. Most, most people. people are still working. Exactly. Hourly, right? Yeah. So then we're putting annual addition of ten thousand dollars in. Then. Years to grow would、we'll、be ten years. So you graduate twenty two, thirty two, right? Thirty two is not too old to spend any money,、mm-hmm. right? Okay. So ten years. Then, int- then we'll compound six six percent years. So we'll have some fixed income, let's say treasury bonds, things of that nature,、um, certain S and P index funds, not crazy stock investments or cryptocurrency things like that, but reasonable, right? But if you invest in a good fund, you can definitely more, make more than six percent. Let's just do six for now, and calculate. But in ten years, right, that will be one hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars. Right, in ten years to grow, and you grow company at six percent. And remember, this is you only have ten thousand dollars at the beginning,、mm-hmm. right? And you addition every year putting ten thousand. So that's considerable amount of money for you to grow. And、uh, this is sort of how like four one k works, right? You put away five percent of your salary. Exactly. Or after your when do people retire right now? Stage sixty-five. Sixty-five. But after sixty-five,、yeah. it works great. Yeah, yeah. If you don't die, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You and it's not, and it's not taxable within that period. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Have you heard? You've heard of it, right? Yes, I've heard. Yes. It's very simple. You put、yeah. a marshmallow in front of a kid, tell him to wait for fifteen minutes, and、yeah. he'll get a second one. Yeah. Some kids can't hold on. Some kid can't.、Mm-hmm. It's they eat the first marshmallow, so they don't get the second one.、Mm-hmm. I think that 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 in itself is a microcosm of、mm-hmm. all of our behaviors, training for the sort of behaviors. Now, what kind of behavior? The late gratification really it comes down to two parts.、Mm-hmm. The first part, for example, in the marshmallow experience case. You have to have the ability to、uh, conceptualize and imagine、mm-hmm. a bright future. Four one four one k. You gotta imagine that life, that life when you after you retire. Yes. The marshmallow. You gotta be able to conceptualize、yes. that second marshmallow.、Right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's quite unique actually to humans. Yes. Right. And most animals can't imagine. Yeah. That's also most men. Why most animals don't have religions? Yeah. And you don't see a dog sacrificing another dog. Yeah. For some like higher being, right? Yeah. So first you gotta imagine. Yeah. And then it's up to self control. Yeah. Conscientious. Because you have the the imagined concept gives you the direction you want to go to,、mm-hmm. and I think self control is well. Am I gonna eat salad today or donut? Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's the part that gets you there. Yeah, and an interesting thing is in ten years that ten thousand with ten thousand addition a year, six percent annual rate makes you one hundred fifty seven thousand in savings、mm-hmm. by the time、mm-hmm. you're thirty two. In twenty years you're forty two, not that old yet. 
there's $421,000, right? So it's yeah. close to half a million dollar US. Yeah. That's, by then, you can definitely afford a house down payment and things like that, right? Uh, yeah. Other things for your kids. So, uh, absolutely. And again, uh, see it. Pay it forward, right? Exactly. Pay it forward. Yeah. Like, I think the liquid application is yeah. a fundamental principle of all investment. Yeah. Instead of spending this money, right, X amount of money right yes. now, I'm yes. going to invest. Absolutely. Which means I can't spend it right yeah. now. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that's. Yeah. And I want to extend this a little bit uh, to our audience in terms of uh, beyond money, right? Uh, beyond financial freedom is very important. But investments, most people think about mm-hmm. putting money to work and make more returns, right? But there's another thing is um, I look at investments and think all assets you own, you can invest in. So what's the number one asset for all humans, right? Time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Time. Really, right away. Uh, I was about to say time. Many of you probably haven't thought about this, right? Time is the probably number one thing that we all, especially young people, where you own a lot more assets than Warren Buffett. I can tell you right now, if you're, let's say, um, you know, making $45,000 a year or don't have a college degree yet, but you have one asset, you have more than Warren Buffett. He's, you know, doesn't matter how, I hope he enjoys a long life, enjoy listening to him to talk all the time, but let's say he lives 20 more years, right? He's 88 right now, right? But you definitely can't outlive him if you're 22 years old, 23 years old. So, um, assuming you need help. So that time, is invested, uh, you can invest into getting knowledge, right? So reading a book every day, that's an investment. That's delayed gratification, right? You might spend a little bit less time on gaming, TV, or other things you might want to be entertained, right? But you spend half an hour extra a day reading. That goes a long way, because a year, by the end of the year, you, I think you read something like more than 15 books more, mm. if you read just 30 minutes extra every day. Baby steps every day. Exactly. But when I add them together, compounding interest, right? Exactly. It makes yeah. a huge impact. And that's reading, and investing, let's say, investing in relationships, right? Um, building meaningful relationships where, let's say, you have, um, you care about a certain person or you build friendships at an early age, right? Later on, I'm not saying every one of your friends going to be Fortune 500 CEO and they're going to be able to help you financially or things like that. Mm. But where, when you go through something, right, in life, and then they will be there for you because you were there for them, right? they care about you later on or they care about you now because you care about them, right? So that's a, an investment you have to continue to make, right? And and, and, and I mean, investment is a lifetime thing is that it doesn't stop. Uh, it's, it's uh, on the other hand, it's kind of a what have you done for me lately business, right? So uh, for my, in my hedge fund example, last year return was great, 35%. This year investors want another uh, 20% return or something. They want to look at every year, right? Investment the same thing. You were friends with that guy since like 17 years old, you guys been best buddies, but then later on in life, you grew apart, you lost in touch, then it's, half of it is your fault, or even maybe more than half, because you didn't put in the time into connecting with him, and technology is so convenient these days, there's no excuse to lose in touch with anyone anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So if you care enough, you would stay in touch, you would uh, you know, be in each other's life, right? So things of that, and even with uh, family, like Qingqing, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's too, right? Um, we, we love our parents, and parents love, our, love us back, that's unconditional, but how good a religion with your father, with your mom, that depends on the time you put in, the experiences, the travels, right? So those yeah. investments are, that's why um, I'm very grateful for my own father, where he made an investment by coming home to eat every night. And um, that might sound normal for a lot of people, but in China, you know, as businessmen, as Roy knows, uh, it's very, very difficult, right? But he made sure... It's your lawyer. Exactly. He made sure all his lunches, all of his work stuff are work lunches. There's no work dinners, really, right? Mm. So he comes... That's difficult. Most of the time it might be dinner in China. You know? Yeah, in the States yeah. it's not. Or China. even if he does the late night thing where he mm. comes home, have dinner with me because, you know, my 
always going to school, elementary school, uh, kids go to bed early. I go to bed at 9, 10 o'clock, right? Mm. Little kids, your mom would yell at you, go to bed. So he'll come home, have dinner with me, 6.30 to 7.30, chat with me, see what's going on at school, whatever. Then he leaves to meet other people, right? Every so, Yes, yes, pretty much everything. Yes, so well, that's, that's an impressive. investment he's made where has a profounding impact on me. And now look at your relationships, how close exactly. you are, how, how thankful you are. Exactly. You're always thankful for your parents. Exactly. I, I don't agree, it, like link gratification doesn't just apply to finances. Yeah. Finances is a more quantifiable way of yes. explaining the concept. Yeah. It's same with relationships, mm -hmm. hobbies, like you for use racing, for me it's same. Mm -hmm. How much time we're putting through that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And career, yes. friendship, yes. Yeah. our health. health. Yeah, everything. Yep. Yep. Salad or donuts. Yeah. Salad or donuts. <laughs> exactly. Every day. Exactly. Every day. Yeah. Every day I make three cups of coffee or one cup. Exactly. Three cups could be damaging. Right. Yeah. There you go. Every single, every 24 hours we have, we have many opportunities to choose between instant and delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. We actually have a lot of opportunities to shape our lives like that. So really, when we end up in a bad place. We can't blame blame others than ourselves, you know. Yeah. Because we have so many opportunities within 24 hours to change it, yeah. to choose the right thing. When you don't have that self control, well, compounding interest works the other way as well, right? Yeah. When you keep on making the wrong decisions, yeah. you're gonna end up in a shitty place. <laughs> but I'm gonna play uh, try to play the devil's advocate here. <clears throat> I, I, I would say for uh, it works very well. Mm -hmm. Delaying gratification mm -hmm. works very well if you don't die. Yes. The tricky thing is we don't know when we're gonna die, mm -hmm. right? If let's say, oh, maybe tomorrow, maybe mm -hmm. in a few years, if somebody dies, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, they missed out a lot, mm -hmm. right? Because on one extreme, we've got kids right now, we've got young people right now, they're mm -hmm. all about experiencing, maximizing the horizontal experience, mm -hmm. travel a lot, you mm -hmm. know, drink a lot. Yeah. One day the skydiving, next day they're diving, scuba diving, mm -hmm. yeah. all about that. On the other extreme, we have people that devote all the time everything into one direction, mm -hmm. one thing. They give up a lot, right? For, let's there are a lot of men in society, I think more men than women, mm -hmm. that devote everything to their career, for example. Mm -hmm. And the things we were talking about, meaningful relationships, mm -hmm. family, health, sometimes they sacrifice that as well Absolutely. to get that vertical, uh, vertical experience. Mm -hmm. Vertical experience I'm talking about, for example, winning the Nobel Peace Prize, you know? Mm -hmm. First yeah. man on Mars. So yeah. That's a vertical experience. Yeah. They devote everything to, towards that. It works very well if they don't die. Yeah. So, um, so there is a dilemma. Yeah. Like a catch-22. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I like that change of direction there, by the way. But guys, in few future episodes, you know, it's change of direction. That's, that's, <laughs> that's intelligent thinking by Roy. Very good. So, um, and we always, by the way, we on the show, I think we, we, future, want, to we want to embrace critical thinking. Exactly. And exactly. hopefully every episode we'll be able to cover one coin as two sides. Yeah. And we want to play both sides. Even exactly. though sometimes we might agree both on the one side, exactly. but we will, at least one of us will try to cover the other side. Exactly. So hopefully you guys appreciate that. Yeah. We, we can't possible, we can't think about changing, influencing people when yeah. we only talk about our side. Exactly. 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 The political situation was, yep, yep. US yeah. critical thinking, number one thing. I definitely agree. So, um, I would say, I definitely thought about that too, and I think, here's the thing, it's a balance, right? You can't go extreme, um, too instant or too delayed. So here's the thing, um, I'm gonna give you two scenarios, right? Um, where, I, where I think it shows the powerful the power of balance, right? One is that I was, and I think this fits different people. For different people, this means differently, okay? Mm -hmm. By one, the first one, I assume, I think uh, I am or Roy is as well. Uh, a lot of, some of our friends are this way as well. Is that you want to be extremely successful 
at what you do, yeah. and you wanted to be uh, not just you know wealth wise. You wanted to be able to have a certain legacy, create certain things, be known as an entrepreneur, as a creator, as a businessman. Yeah. Okay, it, assuming that's the goal, or be an athlete, or whatever, right? Assuming that's the goal, you sometimes have to lose the balance. This is the scenario one. Okay, yeah. give you an example. Michael Phelps, everybody knows, 23 Olympic gold medals. Like his house can't hang enough to his gold medals, right? He's the best swimmer ever. He said, from when he was 14, since he was 14, middle school, till he graduated from Michigan, 23, Michigan, Annenberg, till Olympics, till all that his swimming career later on, till like 27, uh, till he turned 27 at Beijing Olympics, right? Those like 13 years, all he did was swimming. Hmm. No girlfriends. He had. He he didn't do anything. He missed out. He missed out all the parties. He missed yeah. out on everything. This is this. I listen to this on microphone. And, mm. and 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 you know and other. Uh, I'm sure you know Steve Jobs or other great, great figures. Yeah, they're like that too. So you so there's a certain period of time you really have to put everything if that's what you want. Then I'm gonna go to the scenario. Then once that breaks through, right? Michael Fox now he has his own, his own foundation. He has a clothing line, right? He's on, mm. on the board of a cannabis company actually. Cause he's he's into you know medical marijuana, mm. helping him calm himself down, things like that. Anyways, so he can do a lot of things now because he he's financially. Yeah. So he broke through. Then he can use his influence to do other things that he loves. And now he's a beautiful wife, has two kids, and enjoy family mm. time. And most time. You know, it's his. So, so you're saying there's like a step one and step two. So he did the vertical you first. You want to be very successful. And then horizontal. Absolutely, yes. And then in scenario two, where I think a lot of people, right, they don't have that, and that's totally okay, by the way. And mm-hmm. I, and you know, I'm still in the process and figure it out. I think I figured out scenario one. But a lot of people are scenario two, where they are, they just want to be happy. They don't need to be Steve Jobs, and they are thankful that Steve Jobs brought change to the world that benefit mm. their lives. But they don't want to be Steve Jobs, be Michael Phelps, be uh, the best ever, be the president of the United States, be Fortune 500 CEO, be blah 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 blah. Right? That's okay. So I think that comes with a balance where okay, you might be. I get a career between making 100k a year or 120 a year, but the one 100k one, I make $20,000 less, but I get to spend more time with my family. Then most people would choose that, right? Yeah, uh, it's a balance, right? So uh, we'll that's, that's why I also said there are more men that does the extreme than yeah. women, because most women, I think, I think at least, yeah. would choose a more balanced life over just devoting everything True. to their career, which sure. I think makes more sense. Yeah. It's definitely the so logical this option. This actually goes know. back to Greek philosophy, which mm-hmm. I like to quote, where. Uh, Plato says the most important thing of your life is figure out what well, is know yourself, figure mm-hmm. out what you want, right? Yeah. A lot of men uh, think that way, but granted, that might not be what they want. They might be forced into that thinking that yeah. they need to be so extraordinary, so excellent, influenced by certain kinds of ideologies yes. without realizing it. That's yeah. so they can only see one thing, yeah. how they live their life. They can only see one way. Yeah. But I think on an individual level, it might not be the best for them. But on a society, on a collective scale. I think for society to move forward, we need people like that. Because if you look sure. at the past, all the people that have pushed yeah. humanity forward are those kinds. For of sure. And, and I think there's a distinction. There's a very distinct thing about this is that mm. the people who are doing that, they don't think they're extreme. They love what they do. Exactly. Kobe Bryant wakes up 4 a.m. to play basketball. He's gonna think, I'm going crazy. I'm gonna break through financial freedom. I'm gonna make <laughs> 500 million dollars a year. I'm sacrificing my whole life to do this. I hate it. Mm. No, he loves it. Exactly. That's, That's why important. Jobs loves it, right? Mm. Um, Bill Gates when he started, he loves it. Warren Buffett, 88 years old. Like I, I've talked about this way doing private meetings, mm. right? He doesn't have to come out to answer 
everyone's questions, all the shareholders, reporters, media's questions for five hours straight. He's 88 years old. He sits there for five hours, doesn't move, besides drinking Coca-Cola, mm. and answers all the questions. He doesn't have to do it. Charlie Munger is 95. He doesn't That's have an to interesting do it. point. I think, yeah. so, so what you're saying is essentially, doing. essentially uh, maybe they're believing in certain kinds of ideologies, but if they 100% believe it, like a religion, they will live a happy life. Yeah. Same thing applies to the other extreme, right? It's like people who only see instant gratification, yeah. as long as they truly believe that should be the right way of living, yeah. they have no problem. I think, I think problems arrive when you have discrepancy yeah. between what you're doing and what you're wanting. Yeah. Right? You think the right way of life is delaying gratification, but you cannot do it. You don't have enough conscientiousness to control yourself. Yeah. That's when you become unhappy. Yeah. Right? True. Same thing when you delaying all the gratification, but you don't believe that's the right way of living. Well, there's By discrepancy way. between what you want and what you're doing. True. That's when I think problems arrive. Yeah. Arise. Yeah. And here, Eastern philosophy and Mandarin part comes in as well. I think, Xifeng Zhou Xue, there's a little bit too extreme, right? Where, Zhongwei, we talk about balance. Zhongyong. The older I get, the, I used to be all extreme and all that, right? I, I believe in what I believe in. You can't persuade mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's my grandma or whoever coming at me. I it can't persuade me to change my opinion mm-hmm. on things. But now, I look at things as more balanced, right? right? I, Honestly, in my opinion, I think the ones who think, you know, who live the YOLO life, right? The YOLO mm. ones, the gratification <laughs> life. Yeah. Everything about instant. What are the ones who are super old school think about just save up, like barely enjoying themselves and all about delay? I think, mm. in my opinion, both are wrong. Mm. Because the, it's about balance, right? Otherwise, you won't be happy that way. The instant ones where the, what happens is, yeah, if you, you know instant whatever you want every day of your life. Yeah. But the instant now might, might affect your instant later. Where 45 years old, you might be out of money or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. That affects your instant then. And, and work. The problem with delayed one is like, I mean, when, when is, when is you can finally yeah, gratify When are you going to cash out? I mean, like, when you're going to, what if you die on midway? Exactly. When you're going to jump out, when you're going <laughs> to do a skydiving or the exactly. experience yeah, you always want to do. Exactly. And, 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 well, from what I think is, I don't, on an individual level, I don't see a right and wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think trying not to go to the either end of the extreme would be the best option. But I also don't think a perfectly balanced life, I mean, it just doesn't sound yeah, no, as exciting. It's like yeah. everything's mediocre. Mm-hmm. My family's okay, my finance is okay, career is okay, health, everything's balanced, okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, I don't know, maybe some, I, th- I think some people would definitely think that should be the way to live. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we should have a little edge, right? Yes. Uh, yes. But so, so that's what I think on an individual level, mm-hmm. between delaying gratification and instant, mm-hmm. I can't really see a right or a better option. But I think on a collective, from a societal perspective, mm-hmm. on a bigger scale, I think definitely when we have a population that is higher on self-control and conscientiousness, mm-hmm. right, that's willing to delay gratification, mm-hmm. we see a more predictable and stable economy in society, mm-hmm. which produces a good, better outcome for everybody. Yeah, and, and, and the idea of family value, I think, plays a big part in this. Let's say, monogamous be, be able to send my children, mm-hmm. I don't mean child, as a children, plural, to uh, have a good education, private school, which is $50,000 a year, consider three children, that's, what is it, uh, four times 50, $200,000 times three, $600,000 to send through my three children through high school. Mm. Then you're gonna double that through college. Mm. So that's one point one million. Mm-hmm. Just give it a thought, right, guys? So, uh, Roy definitely knows the numbers. I'm just giving the audience a thought, the time to think about that number, right? So, but that brings me tons of joy because mm. knowing that my parents did the same thing for me, even though granted they only have one child, but they did that for me, right? So if I have 
child, a, a child or children. I want to be able to give them an opportunity, and that brings me happiness. So knowing that, I might need to, uh, when I turn 30 or 35, I might, admit, I might not be able to spend all the money I make. I might want to save some, put in a trust fund or something like that for my children, because that brings me joy, right? So the idea of family, I think, plays a little bit into this. And some, for some people, they might never want to, may then never have kids. family as much. Yeah, or, yeah, or they like, think their right. kids can go to public school and mm-hmm. then uh, not or take, a, take a loan yeah. on college, and then they figure it out themselves. They just need to buy them milk and then give them bread. That's it. I, I, no, that, no, no. That's okay too, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. So that the, I'm, I'm agreeing with difference. Uh, both. People are different. I think p- uh, people are different, and mm-hmm. both values are okay. But so depend. But I think family value, how you look at it, that that has mm-hmm. a big impact into it. So family value. Yes. I think it's also rooted in biology. If you look at one common trait you can identify across all life forms, yeah. from like microorganism to animals. Yeah. To, um, That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. One common pattern you can identify is they all reproduce, they all pass down their genetic material. Yeah. And family structure, well, without reproduction, there really is no family, right? Yeah. So you, some, from biological perspective, you can see that's one of the most important mission of life. Yeah. Well, going back to saying people are different, I think that also uh, people's definition of gratification, of happiness, yeah. also influences yeah. behavior, right? Yeah. For some people, happiness is defined by you know, going out party one night. Yes. <laughs> How we measure too, happiness right? using time, right? Yes. Some people chase dopamine, some people chase endorphin, and that produces different results, right? Mm-hmm. Dopamine may end up being addicted to yeah. drugs or caffeine, right? Endorphin, the is a sense of success. Yeah,幸福感，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸福，幸
assuming you're in the United, United States, okay? What, uh, I've thought about this for a little bit. So my recommendation is that you gotta grind in your 20s. And how do, I, how do you do that? You work two jobs. One, you can drive, drive Uber now. Anybody has a driver license, you get a car, you can do it. Zero down, zero down payment on Prius, you can buy a car and do it, right? And then you can make about four grand a month, right? If you drive six days a week. Right? That's totally reasonable, I did a calculation in California. So $4,000 a month, okay? And the other, so this is a two-unit day, let's say you drive around like every day from nine to like six or something, seven. Then you take a little bit of break. Then um, on Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, where other people go out, you can work a bartender. And bartender with tips, with uh, hourly, about $12, $13 hour wage, things like that. Uh, every month, and you work, let's say, three nights a night, 500 So you can make like about two grand, 2500 let's just say, 2500 a month on bartending. That's a side job plus Uber. So you can make $6,500 a month in LA, in California, because yeah, uh, of a high living state. So with that uh, $6,500, we do that um, times 12, right? So annually, you'll be make seven, 78,000. Study have shown when individuals make over $70,000 per year, yeah. it doesn't really have a huge impact on their living standards. Exactly. On individual, right? Exactly. So 78. Um, so that's, that's enough. Yeah. After tax, let's say you make 60, because California had tax, right? Yeah. yeah. So 60. Then what I would recommend is that you need to save $20,000 a year. Okay, that's definitely doable. Because forty thousand dollars on spending on rent, on you know, mm-hmm. you can get a shared room with somebody, you pay eight hundred or one grand, right? Plus, and a thousand dollars of extra spending a year, you spend about like, yeah. So forty thousand dollars a year, definitely enough for you spend in general, right? So sixty minus forty, you spend, you save twenty thousand dollars a year, and you just. Don't even go to Merrill Lynch Financial Advising. Don't even come to Pure Value Capital come to me because I charge a reasonable fee for hand for, for with individuals, not really designed for you guys. You just buy S&P 500 index fund where it's basically free. They charge you a fee of like some, some, something like 0.6%. And then the S&P 500 for the last 10 years grew 9.5% every year compounded. So, we, and then we, again, we're gonna assume that doesn't grow as fast as the last 10 years that we came back from financial crisis, it grew reasonably faster. It's just a 6% a year as the American business US economy continues to be strong, right? So you're putting 20, so your initial start was $10,000, like I said. Now you, instead of saving 10, you save 20, right? So you save 20, $20,000 in 10 years, right? Grew 6% annually, right? you end up with $297,000 and you didn't go to college mm. or you went to community college. That so makes much more sense than going to college on student debt. Well, kind of, kind of, unless you can make, unless, I mean, you, it depends on unless you, you go to Berkeley or SC. Well, yeah, or study Stanford. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it depends on your major, right? It does, yeah. it does. Yeah. But anyway, so you get $300,000 and this is what, I assume if you didn't go to college, you can start doing this when you This is how many years? 10. 10 years, okay. So you only 10, 30 years yeah. old? Because I, I so from 18 to 20. From 18 to 28. Well, from 20. Let's just say you need two years okay. to figure it out, right? After high school, you need two years to figure it out. 20 to 30. By the time you start a family, you have $300,000 in the bank. And then. For most people, that's enough. For most people, you can put 100 down on a house. Now, here goes the multifamily home you want, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you can have your wife and kids mm-hmm. living there, maybe even rent part of it out to cover your mortgage too, right? Uh, then the other two, the other money can be keep investing, keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Then what I recommend about 1830, right? You can't bartend and drive Uber for the rest of your life. Once you invest in initial capital, now you're kind of property owner now, you can, you have a little bit of money in the bank, 300,000, 200,000, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, then it's time you look at it. 
uh, if you're assume everyone's reasonably smart to pick up things thirty, you still could later to learn, right? You see what industry is thriving. Let's say right now, I don't know what's gonna happen in twenty twenty eight. Okay, I'm not a fortune teller. But in twenty eighteen, you might wanna learn coding, right? You can go to code online coding academy. You go to adult school at night. You can learn things. There's no barrier to there's no barrier to things like that. Well, you, can, <laughs> you can work for high to media. If you're yeah. a good salesman, like Roy, would you hire <laughs> If he's good at it, right? there yeah. you go. Yeah. I mean, if you're good at marketing, you need classes, all that. Yeah. Good, like, amazing online yes. courses. Yes. Yes. There's no one to blame, really. Yeah. There's no one to blame. Yeah. So, it's so not you, difficult. Then you know? that's the time to learn a reasonably higher skill job. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then, um, but 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 knowing you have financial security, then you know what I'm saying. That's different mm -hmm. than training alone. Because I'm I'm talking this exclusively from people who are from more humble beginnings. You know, mm -hmm. you yeah. don't really have any insurance, or parents don't have the ability to pay you pay you through college. Mm -hmm. Then this is something. You and, have the, to and the majority of people are are that yeah. are in that kind of yeah. We're just very lucky, and yeah. I'm a lucky bastard. I know that. So but so this is the piece of. I think um, mm -hmm. uh, maybe you should throw this out earlier in episode, but this is really I want to give to this episode where it comes from Robert, is that I want people to be able to think about this and then knowing that you're going to have $297,000 in the bank if you do what I said and uh, discard inflation by 30 years old. And then you can, uh, 30 is not too late to move into other industries and other kind of jobs. Mm -hmm. But having that peace of mind so you're not worried about paying bills roof over your head, right? And uh, uh, I think that's very crucial. I'm going to end with one quote that Roy can write. And you, if you really hustle within those 10 years, you can learn something. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Really I talked about Uber connections. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think some people listening to, I think this is great advice, by the way. I think some people listening to this, this advice would have problems with, you know, the people that are really believing the entrepreneurial ideologies yeah. would have problems in trading their time for money. Right? Yeah. But I think. Yeah. Oh, I, just, you know, I just want to throw out one more quote and really wrap yeah, the whole thing up. Uh, the reason why I brought up this twice and uh, talk about finance and money is that uh, having a peace of mind by the time you're 30 and you can do something else later, I repeat that a thousand times and I emphasize that. The reason that is, uh, reminds me of a good quote I read recently, right, is that uh, money doesn't bring you happiness. Zero. There's correlation, but money doesn't bring happiness. But gives you the option to find out what does. So you need money to be able to cover your roof over your head and knowing you are secure, then you can find out mm. what does make you happy and what yeah. industry you want to get into. So mm. that's why I emphasize this over and over again. People want to talk dreams, ideas, all they want, but if you only got 500 bucks in your checking account, don't even bring that up because, <laughs> because it's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's risky. Very risky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, so, and then capitalistic, say capitalistic entrepreneur. The society is not going to function if yep. everybody wants to be entrepreneurs. Oh, what? They will have to be sad. It's sad. No policeman. Exactly. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. Mm -hmm. The fact that you trade time for money. Yes. 就是, you can call that exploitation or whatnot, but I think this is sad truth. Yeah. And under these circumstances, advice, I think for the majority of people who come from humble beginnings, it's very useful advice. Right? Yes. Not all people take high risks to be entrepreneurs. You know? And that's what's rewarding for me. I mean, make, uh, running a hedge fund, even though size is not uh, too big right now, but growing in it, uh, it's good to serve institutional clients and high with individuals. But what's really rewarding for me is really uh, give financial advice to uh, average jobs, to everybody. That's, that's, that's passing what we're passing on what you've learned. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so good conversation today. Yes. But um, like most things in life, there really is no ultimate answer. I hope there is one. Yeah. Well, um, we hope uh, what we talk about make you think. Yes. That's yes. yes. Uh, even though there's no really no right or wrong between you know, the more instant or the more delayed or 
perfect mix of both. I think, 对于一个 society 来说，对于 majority people 来说的话， from a very reductionistic 就是 way of defining success， let's say financial freedom success， right？ 很很 simple 的一个 way。确实， there are some rules people can follow. Generally speaking， 需要一定程度的 delayed gratification to get to a good place. Yes. So there you go. All right, guys. Hopefully, you enjoy、uh, whatever day that is,、uh, and then.、Um, this is our first attempt. Yeah, this is our、hopefully、first. Yeah, next one will be even better. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll we'll put out a link.、Uh, click subscribe and、uh, RZ two cents. Hopefully, yeah.、Um, this is insightful.、Uh, hopefully, it's insightful, and this is just ideas and opinions brought you from your peers, right? We're、mm. both twenty four, twenty three years old and、uh, entrepreneurs. I mean, we still have our biases, and some of our opinions and thoughts are not completely formulated. It's、yep. always. Evolving and changing. Yeah, we're just keeping a record of this and to evolve with everybody else around us. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right.